This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, August 24th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 7 of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Absolutely. Well, well, companies in the private sector have a tremendous and vital role to play because even though this seems like a lot of money, in many of these programs, states have to actually come up with some of the match themselves. And some states just may not have those funds or opt not to do that. And so in terms of the private sector, um, P3s, joint ventures, providing that match, being there to think about leveraging those federal funds to the maximum extent possible. They have a they have a role to play that, in fact, we are all eyes are looking at them to help them get across the finish line in terms of these goals. Um, I will give you just one example. Um, there is a funding a stream, uh, it's a very long name, so I won't say the whole thing, but essentially it's there to ensure reliability and resiliency. That's a $5 billion program. And within that program, the state is looking at areas that have historically been affected by severe weather, like Pat mentioned, right, the wildfires. And in those areas, they're thinking about developing transmission storage distribution infrastructure that's going to help improve resiliency and reliability. And so to the extent that companies can get in front of their state stakeholders, their governor's offices, their state legislatures, their PUCs, um, their state energy officers, their chief resiliency officers, this is a stakeholder chain within the state that is all looking at these funds and thinking, what is the best way that I can spend this money? And I can tell you from my conversations with different states, they're not they're worried that they're not going to be able to provide that match whatever it might be from their state budget and so they're looking for help from the private sector and so i really encourage companies to have start having that dialogue because um they can they really have a, a role to play that is going to aid in protecting our environment um, as well as our energy uh, sector just listening to you, I'm thinking we could have a whole session just on following the funds and the breakdown of the state bill. by state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that, and 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 just you know, again, um, I think it would be important probably now to switch to the technology influence. You know, Pat, focusing on the power of data and predicting power failures. How can technology be the enabler to help modernize the U.S. power grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. The recently enacted Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 contains an estimated $369 billion in federal funding to combat climate change, but a one-sentence definition inserted in multiple places in the 273-page law may upend the electric power industry as much as new federal support for renewable energy. The bill, signed into law by President Joe Biden on August 16th, for the first 
first time defined carbon dioxide as an air pollutant that can be regulated under the Federal Clean Air Act. This definition directly addressed and potentially trumped a recent momentous U.S. Supreme Court ruling, West Virginia versus EPA, issued on June 30th. In conflicts over regulation, the only way a Supreme Court ruling can be overcome is if Congress passes legislation specifically addressing what the court faulted. Intel Corporation said Tuesday it has entered a definitive agreement with Brookfield Infrastructure Partners LP that sets up a co-investment program in order to build out Intel's semiconductor manufacturing plants. The agreement includes a joint venture of up to $30 billion in Intel's expansion at its Ocotillo Semiconductor Manufacturing Campus in Chandler, Arizona. Just as President Joe Biden recently signed the CHIPS Act that includes billions and funding for U.S. chip manufacturers. Industrial Info is tracking more than $40 billion worth of Intel projects in the U.S. The United States is approaching the last few weeks of the summer driving season and gasoline prices are edging lower, although there may be several factors that will keep a top reminder of inflation present in the minds of drivers. Travel Club AAA reports a national average retail of $3.89 for a gallon of regular unleaded. That's a good 10% lower than the $4.38 per gallon from a month ago and more than 20% less than the all-time high of $5.01 set on June 14th. Energy prices account for the bulk of consumer inflation and are arguably one of the most abundant reminders of price trends so far in 2022. Prices for gasoline, natural gas, and crude oil are all elevated relative to last year. The average price at the pump at this point in 2021 was $3.16 a gallon. U.S. and Canadian capital life science projects remain robust. There are about 1,800 major capital projects worth about $129 billion in the two countries. The West Coast and New England lead in total investment value with 275 projects worth $21.4 billion and 216 projects worth $21 billion, respectively. And the largest planned electric vehicle battery plant in the UK has run into construction issues that will see limited progress until February of 2023. Developer British Volt denied reports in the Guardian News newspaper that the project was on funding life support to cut spending until the next round of the funding is released. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.